Wherever you at, wherever you are, 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 wherever you at, wherever you are. Remarks to me, don't count it's your ways of actions, most be dramatically acting, fashion myself those that want to confuse the mentality and paying all your dues salute to my niggas that be chopping up your rock don't stop baby pop pursuing your spot now this beef on the block back down Yo, the what's going on everybody it's the capetta show with jay burke i'm your host Luke capetta and you're probably wondering why we're starting the show a little different this week um as you can hear we have a classic song Wherever You Are, the remix by the one and only legendary Queens MC, Mike Geronimo. And the reason we're opening the show up with that this week is because Mike Geronimo happens to be our guest. This was a big treat for me. I've been a hip-hop fan for a long, long time. Mike Geronimo was one of uh, my favorite artists from back in the day since the first time I heard Shit's Real. And uh, it was a real, real treat to talk to him, talk about his career. If you don't know his career, you'll learn about it in the show. But he was uh, out of Queens, New York in the mid-90s. And he was involved with a lot, a lot of names that you know. Jay-Z, Ja Rule, Irv Gotti, Puff Daddy. Um, And he just kind of had two albums come out he's had a couple other albums after that but then he stepped away from hip-hop for a while i think it's been uh like 10 years almost so uh, it was really interesting to see where he thought his place was or or, or, or if he ever thought about what could have been or, or or the fact that he's he's overlooked a lot of times despite being a very very good mc and with one of the classic albums of all time in the natural so uh i hope you enjoyed this week as much as i enjoyed uh talking to him and uh again thanks everybody for the love keep checking us out on itunes google play stitcher podbean and spreaker.com and enjoy the show Yo, welcome once again to the Lou Capetta Show with Jay Burke. I'm Lou. I'm Jay. Now, Jay. Yes, sir. We got a very special episode today. You know, we've known each other for a long time. Yes, sir. And you know, I've always been a huge hip-hop fan. Yes, you have. So, and I keep it real, I don't throw the word legend around, but today, the first time, we, we have a legit legend in my opinion. So... If you listen to hip-hop at all during its golden era in the 90s, then you know our guest this this episode. He's worked with the likes of DMX, Jay-Z, Irv Gotti, P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, whatever the hell you want to call him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he is a creator of the classic album and one of my personal favorites, 1995's The Natural He's representing As he says in one of my favorite songs Shit's Real Crazy Ass Queens He is the one and only Mike Geronimo Man, thank you so much for being here Thank you, fellas I'm I'm glad to be here I'm glad glad to be here What's the word? So, man, yo First first thing I gotta ask you Because I saw it on Twitter 
Uh-huh. Uh, the other day, man, yo, you were you were looking for a beat for, uh, with a Led Zeppelin sample. Are you uh are you put are you putting something new out? Planning on putting something new out? Uh well what I will say is uh, I'm I'm working now on a project. I'm definitely gonna put something out, I would say like in the spring, summer, so yeah, uh, I guess yeah, you could say I'm definitely putting something out. Yes, man. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Uh, I'm sorry about the delay, fellas. Yeah, uh, yo, that's that's some good shit. That made well when I saw that because I have a um, he does like a lot of music on on the show and stuff. But he's uh he's worked with some people. I, I told him I'm like, yo, man, you gotta send Mike Geronimo this beat. I don't know if he uh, if he ever did, but he said he was going to. He's a he's a producer. I think he he, he did a lot. He did some work with uh, Nature uh-huh. um, a few years ago. I think I think he might have. Uh, I think he might even did something with Cool G Rap not too long ago. But <laughs> okay. Um, Wait, was this when I made like the Led Zeppelin suggestion? Yeah, yeah, that? yeah. Yep. He. <laughs> yeah. Put, uh, <laughs> That's like a hard. Beat to tackle, like it's a hard idea to tackle. I'm I'm discovering, but yeah, yeah, okay, I'm listening. Well, you know what though, like the part of the thing that that's that's a classic. First of all, anything with Led Zeppelin is is classic, so it's right. always you. I know when you tackle something like that, and anytime you're sampling something that's really like a classic, you want to do it justice. So yeah, I mean, it, it definitely became. It, it 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 definitely became an inspiration of what I started writing, mm-hmm. and I've always been a big Zeppelin fan. So it's kind of like with this project I'm working on now, I'm just trying to find ways to incorporate the music that made me want to get into music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I I don't mean get in the industry, but I just mean like the influences that made me want to go and find out more about them, and find out who sounds like them, and find out, you know, what they added to this whole thing known as music. So, and Led Zeppelin happens to be one of those people. So it was just there, and it's just something I'm trying to incorporate. But we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yo, I can't wait, man. I can't. I cannot <laughs> wait. You, you like you don't know, man, how how amped I was when I saw that. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I, I want to talk about your career because, and I'd like to start with, yo, know, like the early days. In my opinion, so this is my. I've always had this opinion. Um, I feel like you. And I'm not just saying this because. Uh, you're on the show, but I feel like you are like, um, you know, they'll have a, a sports will have a legendary player and they'll be kind of underrated. I feel like uh, that's you. Like, I feel like you're mm-hmm. that underrated legend, man. You're like the natural is a, it's a, it's a legit classic. Like when P I talk hip hop to, to people and I bring it up, everybody's uh-huh. got the same thing, man. And you were right in that period of time that I consider hip hop's golden age. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. it's because it was really when, you know, I was in my teens and I was really, really into it. But um, mm. so you so so shit's real was shit. Shit's real dropped in 94. Right. That was the first single. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was. Yeah. That was the first. Actual 
We about to spark this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, check it out. Check, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Another thing is stepping through the belly of the beast. I leave the compound and make my way to my stomping ground. I'm just about broke to the letter. It can't get any worse. Shit could only get better. My burner lamp and by my waistline. Geronimo will be fine when they the summer back and undefined. So now I unwind and keep a focus on my schedule. It's critical for me to run a scan of my plan. I keep stepping and all the D.O. I'll be well and that's the gospel. Chick, so get a call when it's possible. I make a red bone, a dead bone. After my bed bone, I leave an ass on from my tone. I then I bounce to check my family, jump in the ride, and see what's going down on the other side of town. It's all about lounging and keeping shit together. No matter the weather, you find me out doing whatever. And when the sun falls, words are more, we're on the move. So nobody could bust up the motherfucking groove. It's selling up to get your fingertip feel. Check the rhyme paragraph, because my shit is real. My shit is real. Produced by, at the time it was DJ Irv. Right. Yeah. That was DJ Irv, who later went on to become Irv, Irv Goddard. Yeah. Which, yeah, that was, that was actually, that was the first, the very, very first song that we had ever actually went and recorded. And it, it was like the actual first time I ever went in a studio and recorded, and that ended up being Shit's Real. And that, uh, I, I, the first time I heard that, I heard it on on Flex when he used to be, like, on the late nights spinning and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely shout out Flex. Set my tape deck. I would just record it and fall asleep, and then in the morning I'd go to school and I just listen to it, see what I what I had on, on the tape. And I remember, like, I heard it, and I was mm-hmm. like, man, that shit was... And I, I, didn't know, I didn't know nothing about you at the time. I just remember the song, and then... The album came out Like I remember the album. There was no like Shazam Or Google back then Or nothing like that So I was just like man No They actually were mad at me At the label Because They said I was taking way too long To drop the album You know And we were going through this whole thing Where I was telling the label I didn't want to If I knew that the last song Didn't sound just as good as the the last song we did, then I didn't want to put it out. So we were going through this whole thing where they were trying to impress on me that, you know, you got a deal now, so you got to kind of work on the timetable. But we were still of the, you know, we were still just concerned with how it was all going to sound when when you played the first song to the last. So mm-hmm. it kind of broke my chops a little bit about taking a while because I think it took me like a year mm-hmm. or a year and a half after I did Shit's Real to put the album out. So they was a little tight about it, but it all worked out. So it all worked out. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like you don't, I feel like in hip hop now maybe it's cuz like I'm older. So I I'm I'm 40. I just turned 40. So like hip hop today to me is it's like like I know I know a lot like as as artists you guys want you know try to respect other artists and stuff like that. And I find that cool, but to me I feel like what would you say, Jay? Like it's trash, right? Like t- today's like stuff is just not I shouldn't say it's chess. It's not anywhere comparable to 
That's like across all genres, I think. I, and I don't know if that's like an age thing. Yeah. More than anything, but I don't think it is. Yeah, <laughs> you know I don't like, think so either. I, I don't see these these kids today would be putting in that type of effort to make sure that everything was. Because I, I think, like, I try to stay up to up, up the side with everything, but it's yeah. just, I can't. It's, I just don't feel it. Now, do, you, do you think that, I mean, there was also, in my opinion, there was a lot of. I mean, there was a lot of good music coming out back then. So, do you uh, was that a conscious effort? Like, yo, like you knew that that there was a lot of good MCs out there, a lot of good, and not a lot, just a lot of good MCs because there's always a lot of good MCs, but a lot of good projects, a lot of good albums that you really had to make sure. Or was it just is it just because it's your art and you want to put your best foot forward? I think it's it's probably a combination of both because I think now. I think, like you just mentioned, now you just turned forty. Congratulations! Oh, like, thanks, man. <laughs> I tell people all the time. I'm like, I'm like, welcome to the club. It is the most liberating time in your life. It's like the most enjoyable time. Neither here nor there. But mm-hmm. I say that as to say that now, looking in retrospect at everything, and then to answer your question, like it was a combination of the both of both because I think the difference between then and now and it, it mind you I'm very big on I can only say it from my perspective but I know with us then there was a lot of um, inspiration around you as an artist so you know you could hear uh, a new big song and be like oh shit I, I gotta go home and and get in the book and, and <laughs> right, right. you know what I mean or you yep. could hear a new Nas record and you'd be like oh this thing is then um, all right, cool. Let me go home. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Or or you you heard a Red Man record, or you heard a, a Wu Tang record, or you heard a, a um, you know a Buckshot record, or you, mm. there were all these different. And that's not even taken into account. Like there were people in the West at the time. Like you know you would hear a new Dog Pound record or a Snoop record, or and then you you had all of these things along with the fact that going on at that era at that time was new to everybody yeah. it wasn't just new to you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it wasn't just new to us the participants but it was new to the world like the world wasn't used to seeing hip hop on the, the platform that it got to see it during that era you understand what I'm saying yeah. so, so if you take the fact that you had a lot of people that were creative in their own right and that in turn inspired a lot of their constituents around them and then if you take into the fact that you know you're already entering a genre of music that's very competitive by its its nature in Mm -hmm. itself Mm -hmm. that those two things made you go and made you you know those two things would have they would have kicked in the ass to get you going you know what I mean I can't rightfully say that kids don't have that now because I'm not them. You know what I mean? And and I don't even, I wouldn't even go to these things. Like, I hear people raising that argument all the time about um, the difference between that era and now and then and now and the music then and now. And and me personally, I, I, I would say... You might not have the amount of creativity that you have then, but some of these kids, they actually do deserve to be where they are. Where they are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I listen to some of them, and, and it's all in, in what you get from 
You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and Jay tapped on it. It's not just, don't feel bad. It's not just hip hop. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I know people in other <laughs> genres of music, like, they saying the same shit. I'm like, word is like that in, all, in alternative? <laughs> like, y'all feel yeah. that way? They're like, yeah. Shit That's my sucks. domain. And, right. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? I'm, I'm like, really? So I'm not wrong? Cause I keep listening to the Foo Fighters shit. They're like, no, that's music. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't have that now. You know what I mean? So it's not just our, it's not just our genre. It's right. just, I would say that we were at a time at that time where a lot of things were new. Technology yeah. was new, and and things you can do with cameras and video were new, and and you know all of this this whole taking it to the next level shit was new for everyone so all of that incorporated I think that's what helps the, the keep that nostalgic feeling going yeah. you understand what I'm saying yeah well I think you know it's funny because you brought Foo Fighters and, and I've read Dave Grohl kind of talk about that and it's like mm-hmm. he's saying like nowadays you know you have your American idols you have all this stuff mm-hmm. and you also have this thing where music is gotta be kind of Perfected, like the sound of it. Yeah, he yeah. said. He said the great thing about wh- the way he grew up was that you know he was growing up in garages and shit like bands and right. you could make mistakes and it's kind of maybe the same thing with you. It's it was like totally new. Absolutely, yeah. Like we we didn't you know like I look at the the things that they have at their disposal now and I'm like yo we didn't have none of that shit like yeah. <laughs> like Pro you know, Tools we, and all that shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Just YouTube, man. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Like, Shiz Real was pretty much recorded in a coat closet mm-hmm. for all intents. You know, like the Papa Stopper was a pair of pantyhose. Like, <laughs> we had we yeah. had an ADAT. You know what I mean? This machine called an ADAT. You I know, and I, I watched things go from like, you know, you go in the studio and you record all night, and you would get this hard metal cassette, and then it went from that to like a CD, and then it went from a CD to like. We don't even give you shit. We just send it to you, and you're like, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you know, there's all this shit that 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 has come about that's kind of transformed the landscape, and it makes it less grungy. So in that sense, I completely empathize with, with Dave Grohl, who's, like, one of my heroes in life. I, like, completely agree with him because— yeah, you don't have that that dirty gritty element. Yeah, you know, you you don't have that dirty. It's kind of like Rocky. You know what I mean? Like, and, right. and I know like some of the newer generation, they're like, what? What? Rocky? <laughs> it, it, it's kind of like you know, like that. I forget which one it was, but he had to like go back to the gym in L.A. where it was nothing but a bunch of brothers, and the ring was yep. dirty, and the, the punching bag was used, and. Yep. And it's not like that now, you know what I mean? And I think they just do what they do in their environment, but you have to bear in mind they don't view it in that light, you know what I mean? Because you can't miss what you never had. True. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We miss it because we had it, and, you know, we understand that that's what enabled us to make music that is going to last for eons. You know, and right. they don't have that, and it, they'll they'll come to a point where they have that thing that makes them 
see how big this thing is they they deal with but you just got to give them the time to see you know now you, you touched on something uh uh, just a, a little bit ago, and I want I, I, this is I always wanted to know this because I've always wondered this, and I, I want to see how you feel about it. Being that you're you're an MC, you've been an MC for so long. Um, uh-huh. So hip hop, I always had a problem. With, like so, obviously you said hip hop is very competitive, and, and it, it's it's the battles are like, you know the foundation of of, of hip hop in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But it always, there was a part of it that always bothered me where I always felt like hip-hop music is the only art form where the artists are really, really forced to be pitted against each other. Like, you don't see that in a lot of uh, a lot of other stuff. And that always bothered me because it always... Um, no, me too. Me too. Because, <laughs> you know, it's you so... Alone. <laughs> yeah, it's so much ego that it, it keeps... The, the, you know... It, it, it limits it, you know what I mean? Because it, they're right. so, like, you know, there was um this, uh, just off the top of my head, like, Billy Joel and Paul McCartney did a concert together, you know, that's that's huge. But, like, right. the, the, they were just t- taking yeah. Jay and Nas, they had that long-standing beef for that that, that would have never happened in the, in their prime, you know what I, I mean? mean? But, that, but that, that problem to get to the root of it is so deep. Yeah. And it co- and it covers so many different aspects, or so many different, so many different um, variable. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and the long and short of it is, you know, you if you look at what the music's genesis was, it came from the street. Yep. You know, and mm-hmm. and the street pretty much showed you what the rules were, and that is what got carried along. And that's a hell of a lot different than somebody growing up in in, in Hoboken, New Jersey, or somebody <laughs> growing up in... I'm not saying it, like, to... to no, I agree to, with you, Tyler. You no, understand? It's, it's a, it's a hell of a lot of... It, it, it's a different perspective. It's different rules. It's a hell of a lot different from somebody growing up in, in, in Kansas or, or, or anywhere mm. where, where how we grew up it would be completely foreign to them. And, and that's vice versa. You know, how, how how Garth Brooks grew up might be foreign to me. I might right. not recognize yeah. any of it, you know? So I think that a lot of the things that came from where it came from came with it. And it's hard to break a lot of those chains. And, and then a lot of it, too, is, is assisted because it does make a lot of money. And, mm-hmm. you know, there there are labels that have things at stake, and they do benefit from from rivalries, you know, mm-hmm. taking place, you know. And, and you know, so it, I, I've always said that. I'm like, yo, you, you've never at all seen the Rolling Stones get into it with like fucking Aerosmith. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you, like you you would never see that. If anything, right. you would see them take a picture together, they'd have a jam session mm-hmm. and you know, so I, I always said that I'd be like, yo, but rap is like the only thing where it's like, you know, before you say what's up, you gotta size somebody up before you say what's up to them. You know what I mean? Like, right, you, yeah. you literally are sizing somebody up, and then you're like, yo, what's up? Oh, what's up? Oh, we cool. Okay, we cool. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. 
But that's that's because of where it came from, and I think I think as it's grown and as it is growing, I think that those things are starting to slowly erode. They're slowly starting to to fall, you know, to the to the surface, mm-hmm. the ground level, which is good. But it's gonna take time. You know, it's gonna take time. Mm-hmm. I see it less, I guess, like when when uh, you know, rappers mature like they get older and and and, and our age because i see a lot of uh there'll be a lot of um a, a lot of older acts like from when i was a kid and stuff are they're still touring and stuff like that and you see them coming together and, and stuff i guess maybe mm-hmm. it has to do with maturity too you know what i mean like it does yeah it does because you know you 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 go out and and you see the world and you you you, if you're lucky, you get to get older and you get to see the world through mm-hmm. a different set of eyes and, and you got a different set of ears and, mm-hmm. you know, you you start to understand the value more of experience. It's got to be and, tough, too, man. Like, and it's not just in, in that genre of music. It's just in anything. You almost come from you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. No matter what it is, and then all of a sudden, like you have access to everything. everything. To everything, yeah. And, and, yeah. and most people are young. You know what I mean? Like you're 22, yeah. dude. I didn't have access to shit at 22, <laughs> and I tell you, I made a lot of fucking mistakes. <laughs> so I can't even imagine. Uh, right, right. Yeah, it's it's crazy because you you kind of said it. Uh, you kind of said it, you know, in the best way that you you, you probably could. It's like mm-hmm. you, you you one day have what you have, and then the next day you have all these other things that you never even thought you'd have. Right. You know, so it's kind of like, okay, how how do you deal with that? You know, mm-hmm. and the whole way through, you know, you're more so concentrating on the the things that made it possible for you to have these things Mm -hmm. so you're just concentrating on being the artist that you are and doing the songs that you do and Mm -hmm. and you know doing things the way that you're known for doing them and you know it's not until you you get to get a little bit older and you get to understand the value of actually absorbing all the things going on around you right you know, then then it becomes a different ball game. So that's probably why you'll see more people, you know, doing collaborative efforts because they understand, like, you know, the things that that you like, like how you were saying, like all those things that in the beginning keep you from, you know, on your own island. Like you right. grow when you'll be like, this is dumb. Like we like we all we all do the same thing and we all love the same thing and and I think too when you get older you start to realize if you're fortunate you you realize that you play a part in a very big big picture yep and it's kind of like an honor when you it it is an honor like when you step back and you look at the the, the tapestry that you're lucky enough to be you know, placed in, like, you know, right. you're, you're no different from Sting and you're no different mm-hmm. from, from Stevie Wonder and you're no different from, from, from Pink or from John Lennon or, or Run DMC. You're, you're another artist, but all of these artists through the course of time gave the world this shit known as music. And that's dope. Now, when you, so when you're like uh, around the time of the natural, um, 
and, and, and Vendetta Like that So to me Like maybe This might just be Personally me Because of my age And when I was really in it But I always viewed it Like 94 to 97 So I, I have an 18 year old son He's real into hip hop And stuff And I mm. One of the few things That he listened to me about Was about the, the, the You know The MCs from my day So he's real into that And he, he appreciates that He mm-hmm. Now I always told him 94 to 97 to me is like those are the years man it's like like i had a, a you know a part-time job i had limited money so every time i was going to buy stuff i had a like tough decision man because they were at like every album that was coming out was just like mm-hmm. classic after classic mm-hmm. and that including your album the natural now when you're when you're in it did you mm-hmm. did you get a sense of like yo like we're making history here like this is this is you know, legit I'm a part of this this is a really historical time in in, in hip hop no. music or, or <laughs> right or I, all right I didn't think so because you, no. you're so in, in, involved in it but was there ever a point where you look back and you were like damn man like I'm glad I was a, a part of that I, I'm I'm real. Yeah, now, like right. now, I look back and I'm like, but but it's funny because um, I I do believe like the most amazing things they kind of take place when you're oblivious to it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think the beauty of that time and that era was, I think some people were aware, like in terms of of the commercial aspects of it. I think there there were definitely people that were aware that were like, all right, this is the time. Like, no one's ever gotten money like this. Like, we're going to get this money. We're going to capital. There was that, right? Right. But there was also, you know, just do what you do and push it as far as you can. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, you're going to get a video like I Can't Stand the Rain by Missy. And if you do that, you're going to get a put your hands, you know, where my eyes could see by right. Buster. Yeah. And, and and if you do that, you're you're going to get a, a a Black Street video with Dr. Dre with puppets in it. And, you know, like. <laughs> right, right. And, it, and it's like that whole era was about not seeing limitation. Even, like, when Master P and them came from the South with that movement, they, it was like mm. there was they, they, there was no limit, no pun intended. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, but there really wasn't. Like, right. he, it, like he was like, you know what, I'm going to go get a tank and put it on a basketball court. That's crazy. No one would do that. <laughs> I would. Right. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? And, yeah. And, 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 I forgot and I about just, that. Those are just like tangible. Those are like you know, like those are like you know examples of the whole, I guess, spirit of that era. Mm-hmm. The whole spirit of that era was the the, the the sky's the limit, and even that's not the limit. You know, like and and it just you you didn't realize it. You just. You just, it was just this energy that I think everyone shared, and and, and you just ran with that energy. And I, I know with us, like with me and Flush, it was it was cool because it was like we started to feel weird when things were mapped out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like when once it was planned out, that's when you started to feel like, wait a minute. 
this is like not the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, but when it wasn't mapped out, when it was just that energy and and that beat and that time and that Mm -hmm. environment, and it was just boom, you know, and and a lot of people had those boom moments at one time. You know what I mean? And and I I don't think that will ever occur again. Right. Like right. because because again that wasn't just hip hop. That was just that was everything. Like, you know, people don't really put a correlation behind, you know, when you had this whole movement in rap that was kinda like otherworldly and, mm-hmm. and, and they couldn't get their hands around how big and how Rapidly, it was growing. Alternative went through yeah, the same thing. It's true. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that—that's when you you had the whole Nirvana yeah. and you had that whole Seattle sound. That kind of like nobody knew how to get their hands around it, and it was confusing and it was different. But it was all youth. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It was all youth. And, yeah. And I think that that energy. For whatever strange reason it was, will never be duplicated again. Never. Uh, yeah, I agree with that a thousand percent. The organic energy is like, yeah, you yeah. can't. When it's when it's when it comes naturally, like you know, a, a suit at a record label can't bottle it up and mass produce it. Like no, uh, and no. that's what they try to do, and that's why. Right. You, know, you know what it is I, though? Like it, they, there was no template for that when that all happened. Mm-hmm. Like even even rock at some point before even I guess that Nirvana stage had like you know you. you you had a progression, you know, where you went mm-hmm. from Elvis to the Beatles mm-hmm. to to the Stones to Zeppelin yeah. to then the eighties and all that shit, and then right. But but, but hip hop didn't they, have that, you know what right. I mean? It's, it's and we new. we we I, see. Here's what I say to that. I say Nirvana is to hip hop. I think what I mean Nirvana is to alternative. What I think, like I would say, a Nas only because he came out before Big was mm-hmm. to right. to hip hop. And in both scenarios, they were both this thing that came along that was almost like somebody was like, okay, every single thing I heard before this, I'm sick of, and I'm going to make something (laughs) that no one ever heard that you're never going to believe you can even do. But once I do make it and put it out there, you'll never go back. Did I? And that's what that's what they did. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, uh, you talk about Nas. Did you ever see that real? Um, it's on YouTube somewhere. But MC Search talking about the the progression of of helping Nas make Illmatic. I never saw it, but I mean, it's like, real interesting. I remember. I mean, you were around though. That, that's yeah, that's Queens like, right there. I remember so. getting off the elevator and going to Large Crib, and I remember hearing it ain't hard to tell coming out yeah. the speakers of the apartment. Like Large I remember. Professor. That's another guy that gets overlooked, man. Like, like I heard halftime before halftime even was was out. So I saw, I was fortunate enough to see a lot of the whole, the actual Illmatic experience take place because Mm -hmm. I grew up with Large, so he was like my older brother. He is like my older brother, and Nas ended up moving to our neighborhood, so... He was there a lot. We were all together a lot. So I actually was fortunate enough to witness that whole process. And and again, that that's that I would say that goes back to how I was saying I don't think anyone realized because 
it was all organic. It was mm -hmm. all, it was all, okay, there's this beat, and this beat would only make you want to say this too. Right. And the only person that could say this to it happens to be you. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. And, and there were a lot of those moments in that era. The only one who could have done the chronic was Dr. James mm -hmm. The only ones who could have ever did already get die was Big and, and, and Puff. And the only ones who could have did it, Illmatic, were, were Large and, and that crew of producers and Nas. And, and the same with Wu-Tang. Like, you had all of these phenomena that occurred back to back to back to back to back. And that's just a rarity. You know what I mean? And and then I think the mistake that people also make, too, is we all want to get back to something that's kind of like that, but you can't duplicate that. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Like you, like, you can't, because that wasn't the artist. That was... The era, the time, the the events, that was everything that was going on that led to people doing these monumental things. You know, so right. you got you gotta look and see what you can get for what's going on now. You know. If you I like stir fry niggas. Shit, I play that shit every day. <laughs> <laughs> stir fry is in my playlist, nigga what? <laughs> Yo. what? Yo, that's that's a quote of the year right there, man. Yeah, yeah. I like stir fry. I like uh, hard away. I was banging hard away today. You know what I mean? So but I I feel you. I feel yeah. you. You into what you into. You know? Now the, um, do you do you feel like you get the that you, that you get the respect you deserve, or do you feel like you you get you get overlooked? Because I, I feel like you get personally, I feel like you get overlooked. Um, I just, I mean, I think that you, I mean, you know, because really think about it for for people that are listening don't that don't know, you had a, you had a deal, you had an album out. Before Jay Z, DMX, Jop, like those guys were on on your song "Time to Build" on your album, classic song. Shit is rough. Time to close. I hit you with 16 of those. Next time, maybe more. But who the fuck knows? Fuck knows. Hit them in the head, two by four inches. I'm a grimy nigga, so I like my bitches cruddy. My clothes dirty, dick shitty, and my knife bloody. I did too much dirt to turn back now. I'm the reason my little sister's smoking crack now. I feel guilty if I had a heart, but I don't. Could live a carefree life if I stop killing, but I won't. It's in my blood to destroy man. Irv Gotti, before he was Irv Gotti of Murder Inc. or The Inc. or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you... The, you're you're a pioneer, and I I I always felt like you really didn't get you don't maybe get the recognition you deserve. Do you ever do you, does that ever cross your mind, or do you not, or you just I not think, think about that? 
No, nah, I think that anyone that tells you that it that it wouldn't cross their mind is, is probably lying. <laughs> right? No, I did. But yeah. here's what I here's what I do say. I'm think like I think the biggest thing with me now is, is having a sense of appreciation, and because I have a sense of appreciation, mm-hmm. I don't look at it like. I should have this, or I should, or I should have that, or they should say this, or they should say that. I right. don't want to all look at it like that. I look at it like, wow, I was 18 years old. Hmm. I was in college. Mm-hmm. I met her. I went to the studio. We did this song by chance. It ended up being something. Mm. I did a video by chance for hype that led to me getting a deal by chance. I went all over the world. I met all these people I never thought I'd meet. I've been places I never thought I'd go. I hear things from people that I don't know how to 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 accept. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, right. And all of that is way more than I ever asked for anything out of life. All of that. You know what I mean? And then and on top of all of that, I have my three kids and I have my wife. So I look at it all like, damn, man, you can't be mad at nothing. You had a hell of a life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, nah, yeah, that's... Like, like us, like, I, and then I look at it like, yo, and then some of the people I work with, who, you know, some of, who are some of your friends just so happen to be some of the most incredible things that ever came about in music. So mm-hmm. I look at it all right. Man, you, you have nothing at all to complain about. And I truly feel that way. And I'm like, whether I'm viewed or not viewed, to where people feel I should be viewed or, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. That's all in how people feel. And that's all on everything else outside of it. That's not mm-hmm. on You know what I mean? All I could do is either feel like I didn't get enough or feel like I'm overwhelmed by getting too much. And I choose to feel like I'm overwhelmed from getting too much. That's that's a good way to be, yeah. man. That's a, did you, you wait? Know? Did you say Hype Williams directed Shit's Real Video? I forgot. I, now that you mentioned yeah. that, I forgot about that. I mean, that's another big name, man. Like Hype Williams. Uh, yeah. you, oh, Hype worked. did uh, Shit's Real, and he did uh, I'm So High. He did Master I Oh, did he really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. I didn't. I had. I had heard that you worked with Hype, but I did not. Um, I didn't realize it was it was those videos that early on. That's uh, damn. I mean. You 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 got a real uh, list of the people you worked with. I mean, even like like you said before, Royal Flush, OC. Mm-hmm. I mean, those guys those guys are two more guys that mm-hmm. maybe not aren't as well known to the masses, but are I mean, in hip hop circles, are really really respected MCs. No, they're legends. Yeah, they're, they're people that you know when 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 stories get told years from now, these are people that. You know they are the 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 they're, they're the they're the backbone of of this music. You know, and like I said, I I just look at it like, man, you could have had a totally different story where you ain't knowing uh, not near any nigga you should. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. You could have had a a a, a a a doozy of a story, but 
Tell everybody, man, that you and, and like two of my favorite MCs that I've, I I always feel are underrated. You and and Mega. I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate. It. But even that, you know, you, you like I said, you don't. I, I can't speak for anybody else but me. But even that, like, that don't be bothering me because if you are confident on where you stand and if you know your ability and if you know your constituents your people around you know your ability right then it don't bother you you understand what I'm saying mm-hmm. like you that makes you sense there, you know you stand there and be secure in the fact and be like yo okay but and you, we know <laughs> yeah, you you know you know what you did. You don't you don't need me to tell you. You know I'm just you know, you like know I mean? yeah. No, you're right. No. I, I just say that is to say like you know when you could be around certain caliber of folk or MCs and 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 they give you that MC respect like mm-hmm. you know, like you wasn't just like nigga you 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 left them off. You left yep. an impression right. and to get that from your brothers and arms in terms of being an artist that. That that that's the only feeling you really need. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And once you get that, everything else you be looking at, like nigga, you can mention me or not. I don't give a fuck about that <laughs> shit. <laughs> so that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so but that's just me, bro. That's just me. So you know. I was actually um because I, I I had I bought Vendetta too. And I liked Vendetta a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And I still, um, actually, I actually just revisited it because I, I, I'm gonna be honest. Like I listened to the, I listened to the Natural like a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just, I revisited um, Vendetta because I gotta be like I, I wasn't like the hugest fan of Puff, but mm-hmm. um, so now now Vendetta Vendetta did better commercially, correct? Then, uh, the natural. I would say the natural probably did the best out of everything in that. Really? Yeah. Well, because um, that, but see, like I know, like so, I was uh, another friend of mine. That I talk a lot of hip hop with. He uh, he was saying that um, he always he always tells me he's like, oh, puff puff ruined vendetta. Now I listened to it. I listened to the whole thing just recently, and I, I really like. You could really tell you you expanded yourself musically, like as a as an artist. You, like everything seemed more refined, more mature. I mean, there were a lot of good um, storytelling uh, rhymes on there. there it just it, I don't, it just seemed very like like there was a progression. Now you see that a lot of, uh, in hip hop. Now artists are allowed to progress and grow. Um, but like back then, it didn't seem that way. It was like, yo, you were this, and when you you, you did this, and if you weren't, if you tried to grow, like you kind of, I don't want to well, say alienated yeah, fans, yeah. but do you, do you, did you feel that back then? I get what you're saying. Like I think, I th- I think sometimes, sometimes every artist goes through it. I think sometimes you'll be in a zone that maybe. Because people forget you're a person too, right? You know, you're not just this machine that cranks out music. So I might be in a different stage or a different mentality, but my fan base may not be ready for that mentality in that right. state. Mm-hmm. 
You understand what I'm saying? That yeah, I might ahead be of the end. curve. Right, like a lot of people over the years, they would be like, ah, why you fuck with Puff? Yabba, 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 <laughs> first of Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep it moving, come on and keep it moving. Keep it moving, come on and keep it moving. Keep it moving, come on and keep it moving. Keep it moving, come on and keep it moving. Pimp that shine, boss to a T. Ask yourself, can you ball like me? Come on. It's nothing that an amateur could try to see. Even host with the most step carefully. Yeah. Around me, abide by the rules, you know. That's Disturb right. my groove and you got to lay low. Geronimo, a habit in a cut, hog tie. Uh-huh. Fucked up, staring at gas from both sides. <laughs> I stay high, pump a pound of soap, spin the dough. Accordingly, I'm running how it go. Can't nobody hold down like my nigga Puff said. Uh-uh. Cut so sharp, you think we sensei. I'ma break it down, audio display. With yeah. some help from Bad boys, Mike don't play. Frontin' on my crew, nigga, crime don't pay. We back in your face, kicking dirt all day. Protege niggas who rhyme, don't try. It's a fact you get hit up by the master eye. Yo, he was hot back then, man. You, if if you had a chance to do something with Puff, you had to. That's that. Yo, none of that had nothing to do with it. I fucked with Puff and them because they was like family to me. Right. And that that's some like. Any, what I will say is anyone I did anything with on any project, they had to be like family to me. Mm-hmm. They weren't, they weren't like people I didn't at all know. You understand? Right. You understand what I'm saying? There had to be some sort of a bond, some sort of a relationship. So they were like family to me. They pretty much adopted me, and that's not even a beat that he picked for me. What the like, um, when I went no, to, move but the money you talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? He had nothing to do with that. I had everything to do with that. I'm the one who heard the track. He played me the beat he wanted me to do. Mm. And I was like, all right. And then he was just playing other tracks that he had for people. And he, you know, he's like, this one's for Mace, this one's for mm. So he ended up playing that joint and <clears throat> I was like, yo, that shit is hot. And he's like, Mm-hmm. Oh, that's for LL. Really? Like, yeah. And I was like, word? And he's like, yeah, that's for LL. I was like, nah, I want to fuck with it. And he was shocked. He, like, looked at me like, do you want to fuck with this? And I was like, yeah. And he kind of looked at me like, oh. Right. Okay. And and he pretty much, what I will say is when I did the song, he, that was my first experience with working with somebody who, who like who was hands on guiding me through a record mm-hmm. like Ir- Irv would do that but Irv would do it in a very different way right well Irv it was more like you know like like my people I'm just I'm just chilling with like mm-hmm. alright nigga now spit this say this but with Puff it was more of a I hear you gotta yo get into it, feel this. Like and right here, don't change this and right here, ride it because yo, when you do it to and it was a different thing and it was the first time that I'd ever seen anybody while they're hearing a song seeing the end result. Right. And I could tell he was seeing the end result and I was like, that's something I don't do as an artist. Like I don't I'm not I just feel what I what I want to say and I write it and that's that. But I don't 
Like this nigga was dancing in the booth. From I can take that too, right? And at the time, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing all that shit. But now that I look back, I'm like, yo, but that's why he is who he is yeah. because he goes all the way in on everything he's doing. And especially and, at that time, like right. I know you said, he was your, he, you know, he was like family to you and everything else. But regardless of anything, I mean, he, no matter how you feel about him, there, there was that that time he had the Midas touch man I mean he was yeah and he had it because he has the ability right. to go all in with everything he does that's the key to why he had that ability that's how he knew okay mm. this song with this artist is gonna be this this is gonna be this this is gonna be ready to die this is gonna be one more chance we're gonna use it like he was all in, and that was different. And going back to make it all make sense, people that are uh, your fan base, they want you, at, or at least at that time, with, 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 with the labels were accustomed to programming into the public was, don't mm-hmm. worry, if everything around you change, is changing, your favorite, your favorite artist won't. Wow. So so if you liked what they did, those 14 songs they did a year ago, you're going to mm-hmm. get that just a little bit bigger and better a year from now. Mm-hmm. And, and this was also at the time when labels started to accelerate production of, of albums. This yeah. is an era where albums started to come out like now you started to turn around and be like what this nigga just put an album yeah. out like four months ago yeah. so that was, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? so yeah. that was foreign you understand yeah. but today today that's commonplace like today mm-hmm. you might wake up and oh shit this nigga dropped god's plan okay yeah you understand what i'm saying so right. so uh, i you think see that, that Drake a lot yeah, and, and and that's because back then people weren't ready to let the artists grow at their own rate and not at the rate that they wanted them to. The you understand other, what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, so I do. for some people that worked and some people it didn't. Now the, the other thing too, I got some things from that, some things I did. The other thing too, I I was um, just thinking about is that like this is also like. So my generation, you know, your generation, hip hop was still like even yep. new. So like we're we're really the first generation where we're mm-hmm. where we're in our forties, and we have maybe have grown kids or whatever. We, you know, we, we're we're settled and everything else like that. But we're still hip hop fans, you know. So now there is classic hip hop. You know what I mean? There wasn't none of that back then. So you say that say that again. Say so, that again. So like so like we're really like the first generation where we're where we're in our forties, we're settled and we are still hip hop fans. Like there wasn't that. So like now we can appreciate when artists grow, like when Jay Z yeah, you think know about he's it, in his forties yeah. and he does four forty four. We can appreciate exactly. that now. Exactly. Like we're like the first Batch of like adult contemporary hip hop fans. Yeah. If you think about that's it. a good that's a good way to put it. Adult contemporary and, and, and that that sure. that like that <laughs> that label might scare the shit out of some people. Yeah, but it's really nothing to be ashamed of because it's the truth. It's like all right, right. nigga, you 
you're not running around in the street no more with like you know doing yeah. all that shit. You too old for that shit. Yeah. I would hope. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. You're not, so, yeah, you're doing something wrong. Right. So you in that, the bracket now where you like you know you now you turning into the nigga who stand there and look at the kids and be like, mm-hmm. get off my lawn. Yeah. Right. You, you understand? Now yeah. you turning into that person. Yeah. You don't want to be them, but. You know, That's it is what it is. You you are what you are. Either you at your best or at your worst right now. Put it to you that yeah. way. Man. So anyway, <laughs> contemporary man. That's but a good with line. that being said, yeah, we're we're definitely like the first adult contemporary batch of fan base right. that hip hop's known. Like it's not like when Run DMC, you know, ended up doing the American Music Awards and all that shit and you had that older crop of people who celebrated them. They run DMC were like pop star. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? So anyone who got celebrated the era before our era, they were pretty much pop star. Yeah. Yeah. Like LL was like a pop star at the time that he got the recognition he deserved. Mm-hmm. The public enemy were like pop star. Ironically enough, you understand yep. Ice Cube is a pop star, like yeah, like, and right. I don't say that in a negative way. I say it in the most positive way you could say it. These are all people that they didn't just conquer their genre; they conquered every genre. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the truth be told, they had to be multi-talented. Most of them branched off into doing film and music, right? Yeah, you know, but we're the first ever where. Okay, the, the the fan base that you got, like Black Moon's fan base, grew mm-hmm. up with them. Right. And now they have kids. Yep. You understand? Which is no mm-hmm. different from, it's like when Billy Joel's fan base grew up with him. Yeah. No, yeah. You, you, man, I'm just thinking, I, I, the adult contemporary hip-hop, I'm just, I'm just thinking about Luther Vandross rapping. Right. <laughs> that's why, see, you don't do that, because that's the scary shit. That's yeah. the shit that make niggas be like, nah, that's not me. No, nigga, no, no one's saying that you have to have... Um, you know, like a, 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 a Worcester hats niggas used to wear? <laughs> the fedoras? <laughs> like, you, like, you don't have to have a Kangle on oh, and yeah. a plaid shirt. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, yeah. you say adult contemporary, and that's the visual people right. get. They're like, oh, God, no. Yeah. Like, nah, nobody said you got to have big pants and Tim's on. Like, yeah. no, it's just, you're, you're not... Nigga, you, you're not listening to Uzi Vert. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. he's not making music for you. You're right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You might yeah. like his single, but past that, nigga, he ain't making nothing for you. Yeah. This is pill music. This ain't for you. You're That's right, their man. way. You're all right. Shit. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit, man. Yeah. You t- Damn. You're right. You're right. It's all a, it's all perspective. It's all perspective. I wanna um, I I I gotta ask you this if you and if it, you know if you don't want to answer, I get it, but because this bothered me, so I know obviously, shoot, go ahead. <laughs> so this 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 bothered me as a fan, so I you know the the shit that Noriega said about you, mm-hmm. um, he didn't really name you, but you know I, I saw that you did you did uh. You responded, you know, with a, with a social media post and, and took the high road. 
I, like, yo, what, what, what's up with him? Because I'm a, like, yo, Nori was successful in his own right and everything else like that. But there is not a anybody that knows hip hop is gonna say that Nori is anywhere near the class of MC that you are. So, like, what was there? Was there? Was there something there? Or I, honestly, I wouldn't even go that far with it because. One to this day, I never even heard it. I only uh, heard people talk tell about me, it. like so. I haven't actually heard it. Two, I would say, even if it is as it's been described to me, it, it there's no actual evidence, at least to me, that it was done with a malicious intent involved. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm not looking at it, and I never did look at it like. Right. I, I didn't look at it like it's like it's a, a it's a problem or anything like mm-hmm. that, uh, and so I don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get what you say. And saying. even if it is like giving it like like hypothetically, even if it is something where he may feel in a certain way, I don't believe it's not anything that you know being. Being that we are older, it ain't like niggas can't be like, all right, so what's up? What's going on? Let's talk about this, blah, blah, mm-hmm. So I, I really don't, I don't look at it as a big thing. Right. You know, I didn't look at that as a big thing, and I didn't look at the shit with Stout as a big I, thing. Ah, uh, that's what I was If doing. anything. Yeah, that was corny too, man, because I don't, first of all, I, you know, like, you made a lot of good points about your, your comparisons with Nas, and... Um, yeah, like having a lot of the same influences, growing up in the same you know same area and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that was totally I, that was totally out of the blue. I don't I don't get that, but yeah. So I mean, like you you know just for now now that's just you saying it. So imagine me, I'm sitting there like what nigga? I'm not even in you niggas playground. What are you right. talking about? I'm in my own playground. Like, right, mm-hmm. right. Okay, but you know, if 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 whatever I did left that much of an impression, where you know you feel motivated out of nowhere to say this shit mm. twenty years after the fact, then I'm flattered, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know I did all of that, but okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah. And that's pretty much how I look at it. Like, right. I, I don't know. Like, to be honest with you, I'm like. You know, first and foremost, I'm a father, so I think very differently from how I used to think in, like, mm-hmm. my 20s and my, yeah. my teens and my 30s. Like, I'm a husband. I'm a businessman. Like, thank God for all these things. So I think very different. And I, to me, I'll sit there and hear these things, and I'll be like, okay, so let me get this straight. There's a crazy Korean with a nuclear missile pointed at us. <laughs> an idiot in the White House. There's a racist attorney general who right, runs right. every yeah. court in the land. There's white supremacists. There's all sorts of shit. There's fucking weather I've never even heard of occurring. And right. all of that. And you want me to stop? And pay attention to your bullshit. Worry about Noriega. I can't worry. Right. Yeah, you know what? I feel. <laughs> and, I feel and, bad. And again, I'm gonna say I don't that. like the the Nori thing and the Stout thing. I put in two different categories. Yeah. Like I really, and and neither one, neither one to me, as I said, 
because mm-hmm. I don't want it misconstrued. They're not things that I'm like, oh my God, now what? Like, right. please, you know. But I just say, with all the all the shit going on that's affecting all of us, whether right. you like my music or not, whether you like me as an artist or didn't, whether you think I'm as rough and tough a character as you, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. With all this shit going on, how in the fuck do you want me to pay attention to you when I got all this other shit in front of you? That's right. <laughs> That's a good point, man. That's like, real fucking world. sound ridiculous, nigga. This nigga just started a fucking tariff war, which is going to make cars cost like a billion dollars. Yep. Yo, I say that and shit. You want me to, and you want me to pay attention <laughs> to you sitting up here with a sweatsuit smoking a cigar and your best fucking Marlon Brando and for like nigga <laughs> yo I say that shit all the time like I see shit online that people get so worked up about and and it, it's crazy because you like we didn't have that in our yeah. era and see yeah. that's a big challenge now too because like you have to like online you have to like like I'm not the most social person mm-hmm. online I guess you could say but right. it's kind of like you have to realize everyone has an outlet now to voice their opinion yeah. and no one said all these outlets were going to be pretty outlet yeah, that's yeah. A good point. you know so if yeah. you look at it that way then you're kind of like okay everyone's free to say what they want to say and it's hot to have no filter now like yeah, yeah. Because nobody can like, check you when you're on the internet. You know right, I mean? like that's what's lit. It's lit to have no filter, and it's like we've all become this this thing where we're like, okay, not only do I feel it's okay to look into your window figuratively, I expect you to let me, and I expect you to give me a good show. Yeah. And that's what we are as a society, and it's like you could either play along with that shit or you could be like, nigga, I'm not fucking with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that is, I'm not cut from that club right. so I'm not into the whole you know let me go online and 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 disparage somebody yeah, yeah. like I'm not into that shit like if I don't like you I'll tell you yeah you know, you know what it is though like I sit there and I, I see some of this shit and I'm like the amount of energy spent like Yo, uh, for instance, like somebody was sending me a. Uh, I'm a Star Wars guy, whatever that means. But mm. somebody was like, no, "That's good. Me it could yeah. be wor- you could be a Star Trek person. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. But like, yo, they said something. So, so have pride in your Star Wars. I have pride in mine. Yo, we're okay. Yeah, they too. were sending shit about like the last movie. These like fanboys about like, hey, why don't you sign this petition to make like the last movie not count? And I'm like. Motherfucker, why don't you just use that energy to fucking try to change what the fuck <laughs> you're talking about? Like, but this is the, the yeah. but this is the world we're in. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of like just like, like if you I don't said, like the you movie, don't watch other it. Shit going on, like, and I get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I get it. Like everything is controversy, and controversy sells, and. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you have to want to be a participant in that shit. It's you true. know what I mean? And if it is anything, what I would say at the end is if it is anything, it's, it's like I said, it's not anything as though it, it, you can't just sit down face-to-face and be like, all right, well, what's eating you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, we talk about that a lot. Like, that's one of the reasons we love doing this this shit together because it's it's a lost art, you know? The, the art of the conversation is gone. It's it's going. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and it's crazy because, you know, 
if people did, I think, more of the things that we just naturally, organically, to make it all go back to the topic, if we just did that shit a little more, then maybe it would all work out. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you you can't not communicate because if you don't communicate, you don't understand. You don't understand. You're not going to give a shit. You don't give a shit, then nobody cares. Then it all falls apart. You understand what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I don't know about everybody else, but, man, I'm trying to leave this shit where these kids see better shit than what I saw, man. Yeah. I think we all try to, we do, we all try to do that, you yeah. know what I mean? As once we get to this age, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you, you, real quick, um, you, you said that you, so you're, you're a, you're an entrepreneur. You, you own a small business, right? You want to, you want to yeah. shout you shout out your, your your business and people know uh, you know in the New York area. Yeah, Embassy Locksmith, we're doing good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> good shit, man. Where where are you you what uh, what borough are you in? Are you in Queens? We actually cover we we cover every borough with the exception of the Bronx and Staten Island. Good because uh, the Yankees are there. So yeah, we're Mets fans else. anyway. So yeah, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, Boogie Down. We don't. That's not our service area. Although. I've recently taken on, you know, a couple of things in that service area, so we'll see. We'll you see. Don't, you don't come to Jersey, right? No. Oh, man. Absolutely see, not. I'm about, I'm, <laughs> I'm about. Absolutely not, man. See, you're you going to make me go into my, my Cuba Goodens, Jerry Maguire shit now, man. <laughs> got to show us the money, man, the qualm, yeah. man. We, we, what's up? We don't yeah. go that far, no. Yo, I was going to say, you, if you come to Jersey, I was about to bust every single lot in this place. <laughs> I mean, you can't. Yeah. Listen, listen. If I don't, one of my lads will be there. It'll be all right, man. It'll be alright. Nah, man. See, the whole point is, I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get my copy of the Natural Sign, man. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've had shit like that happen too. That's funny. That's but dumb. um, yeah, but nah, that's not our coverage area. <laughs> but I, I thank everybody out there that that is helping us grow and and as I said, we're doing well and. You know, we're we're very top rated on Angie's list and a bunch That's of right. other things. So it's like it's good to see all the the, the work start to pay off. That's good shit, man. Good, good man. shit. Yeah. Congrats. That's that's uh that's the American dream, man. You do you you're doing it, man. So congratulations. I appreciate it, brothers. I appreciate it. What, yeah. so, but before we let you go, what's uh so what what's next for you? I know in the beginning we talked about you, so you're gonna have some music coming out. You dropping singles or you dropping a whole album or, or what can what can you tell tell us? Well, there's there's definitely gonna be singles. Um, there's an EP to look forward to. Mm. Um, there's other projects that actually aren't mine, but they're collaborative efforts mm. that that. Um, that they're gonna happen and I'm really excited about and I wanna even say who they're with and what they're for, but I can't just yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not it's not me, but what I will say, one involves like a live band and a tour and oh, wow. they're all things that that, you know, I've been always wanting to do, so mm. I'm excited about it. And it's just like, you know, Man, just the music, bro. The music and getting out there to these people and 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 enjoying it, man. And 
and I'm looking forward to all of that. You so, know? so you're gonna be so you're gonna be doing some shows? Yeah, definitely. All like right, I cool. still go overseas and do things, but I'll probably start doing more mm-hmm. here at home. Can you show Jersey some love? <laughs> yeah, I could. <laughs> All, right. All right, cool, man. Yo, cause you, you got you got love out here in Jersey. I love man. yeah, I like Jersey. Like Jersey's cool. Like I have no no bones to pick with Jersey. It's uh-huh. a cool place. So I would love to come out here. Yeah, uh-huh. You can throw a stone in any direction and hit a mall. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a ton of That's balls. one of the best <laughs> reasons why Jersey's Jersey. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yo, so man, I I appreciate you taking the time. I gotta say this. Um, cause, you know, we took up a lot of your time. Um, nah, it's cool, bro. It's it, cool. It's not very often that people get to interact. Like, I, like I'm telling you, man. When I say, you know, I'm I'm a fan. I'm 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 a fan from from my days as as a teenager, and this was a big big thrill for me man so like i i appreciate it and i'm glad that you coming back and do music 10 years is 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 way too long to have (laughs) to have a hip-hop game without mike geronimo i know i got off the plane and i just like never found my way back to the airport (laughs) yeah i was was just like this is the best place ever so (laughs) (laughs) so man yo hopefully yo when when you do drop the new music or you got to show something like yo i'd like to have you back on again oh yeah absolutely i wouldn't have it any other way so i'll definitely keep y'all posted and as it comes out i'll let you know when it does i'll I'll be more than happy i'll be honored man I had a, a good time with y'all, so I Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you so much. And and I'm telling you, when you do a show, if it's in Jersey, I'm coming with my copy of The Natural. That's cool beans. <laughs> right. That is cool beans. That is cool beans. Right. I'm looking forward to that. All right, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you. Good luck with everything, and thanks again, man. Thank you, man. Likewise. Y'all stay up. All right, man. Peace. Yeah.